Welcome to the Three Points of Articulation podcast. I am your host, Jamie Wills, as per usual, joined by Irishman, potato farmer, and, and general other stereotypes, Dan Bassett. Hello, my racist Cornish brother. How are you this week? I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. Um, excited. Uh, Christmas is coming soon. I'm a little bit excited for a bit of time off work and stuff. But have, like, you, have you been to see Santa yet? No, we're going on the 23rd. It's all booked like bunches of cousins and stuff. Like, so we can really have a proper, like, um, you know, kind of an inbreds punch up, like right yeah, before good. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we went yesterday. And Mrs. Works at this place called Halligan, Lost Gardens of Halligan. It's, uh, it's like a garden for like middle aged white folk to go and look around and look at that flower. But like they do Santa. It's, every... it's not a garden centre, no, it's like a it's called Lost Garden. It's like a tourist attraction. You get oh, a lot of German. We're going to see Santa in a garden centre. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not a garden centre. Um it's a garden, <laughs> I guess, like a big one. Um we went to go and see Santa there. We went, we've been the last couple of years. Last year's one was really good. Like you walk in, it was all like magical and warm, and the Santa was like a big older guy who had a really like, he had the voice for it. He was very much like Oh hello. Come and take it. a come and take a sit down. Oh yeah. Whereas this year was a bit different. <laughs> it was it was like, I don't want to say that maybe they booked the Santa, they got like the last pickings of the Santa, but yeah. it's very Cornish. So like you walked in, he was like, Right. <laughs> <laughs> when you go into you sit down over there. Have you have you been naughty or nice this year? Have you my son's like, I've been nice. He's like, oh, get, you deserve a present then. And I was like, ah, oh, it's not the same, is it? No, no, no. Not the Vicar of Dibley giving you your Christmas present. No, God. Yeah, no, at least he's just the age where he won't necessarily uh, click. Like, but he, he looked at me like, what the fuck is happening? That would have been dangerous in a couple of years when he's starting to ask questions. Like, mm, what? Why, why is that Santa, the guy that normally lets us in on the front desk? I don't know. I don't... <laughs> Mary, are you doing the Elf on the Shelf? Because like, I'm so anti-Elf on Shelf. Like, I think it's a we, load of shit. We don't do like an actual... We, we have an elf, but we don't dress it up every morning. And, uh, we, uh, uh, yeah, there he is. So mm-hmm. we, don't, like, we don't dress him up every morning. We don't do anything like that. We just, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. Like. That's fair. That's uh, all the awesome. um make sure you like and subscribe and leave a review as well uh for the show or or not we're not your dads are we no just your mother's boyfriend just your mother's boyfriend and if you would we may as well do all the panhandling in one goal like <laughs> uh, if you want you can go to pro wrestling t slash 3poa and we've got three designs that's not one not two but three and you can, yeah, and you can buy yourself a three POA t shirt. And if you don't want to do that, that's all right too. Like, I'm not going to tell you to fuck off or anything. Like, just I, I might. Yeah, no, I call to your house. Like, I, I might. 
if, if we get a low enough listener base, like I can go to people's house and be like, how come you didn't buy it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, they, and they'd recognize you as well because of all the accurate descriptions at the front. Um, and they'll, they'll probably go, oh, it's Dan from uh, 3P. No, what's that? Oh, we don't want our tarmac. We don't want our tarmacs done now. Right. That's two. That's two. <laughs> if, I, if I did one of those, like, imagine, I wonder where we ever get cancelled. Oh, did someone's driveway? No. Um, Christmas special next week. Merry with two R's is the name of it. Um, oh, gonna... very good. Very clever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, we're going to have some, some I'll say guests, but just sort of normal people. Uh, the Shad Bolts from Epics will join us. Uh, our music man, Shooty, Dave Shotton's going to join us as well. Um, we get some... That be Shooty's virginity, even though he's taken up almost as much airtime as me and you. It'll be his <laughs> yeah. actual like, on-show virginity. It will be. Oh, um, baby. He's, he's downloaded Zoom on his phone, especially for it. He's starting panicking already a week away. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Up. David, if you're listening to this right now, start panicking. Like, get yourself into a state so you basically can't do it. By the <laughs> is the internet is that bad up, up in Newcastle that he's got to start downloading it now? Yeah. So it's ready in time for next week. But um, a, North, a northerner, you and I both know, Tommy, he doesn't think the internet will take off. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he'll be here next week with uh, Epic Toys, Dan and uh, Luke and Kate. You're done. Uh, Joey yeah. Flashback will also be doing the quiz as well. I'm sure we can get some more ringers on as well, but I'll be can the we, uh, Is there anyone we're not supposed to get on? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no one. Uh, maybe, maybe Charles from Shella. Maybe he's not allowed on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, um, we'll, make it, we'll, we'll make it. We'll try and get Tippy and Rich involved to that in that case. Yeah, probably. We'll ask Rich some important questions. We used to do a lot of, um, well, as everyone did, quizzes and shit during lockdown. Um, my brother Lee used to cheat quite a lot, which... What's the point of that? Like, on, I... Honestly, like, <laughs> I told you about my, like, my mum and my dad and stuff, but he's, my oldest brother Lee is honestly the biggest piece of shit I've ever... To give you an idea as to, like, the sort of bloke he is, he once borrowed my brother's car sold it for 500 quid and then told him that it was stolen. Is he a drug addict? No. Because well, you'd kind of forgive that if he was a drug addict. Yeah. Um, Not forgive is, it, but you know what I mean. True story. He once, like. he once um, got fired from his job in a hotel, right? <laughs> Pretended that he uh, still had his job. His, his wife at the time... A life of lights. <laughs> his wife was like, he didn't tell his wife. So he used to get up in the morning, get dressed for work, drive around the corner, wait for her to go to... Go to her, she was a primary teacher, and um, and then drive home and stay at home for the day. And then took a, then took out a credit card in her name and started paying her rent with it. That's so mental. Uh, he once... Absolutely buried on this show, if he listens. Um... He used to stay with my brother Matt when we were younger, like 18, 19, 20, when he was younger. And um, my brother used to live like a, like a uh, used to work in a hotel. My brother used to like live in a accommodation for all the hotel staff on the bottom floor. Okay. So it's it like a house and they all just live in there. And um, so Lee was placing them. Matt was like, listen, you can't like try and pick your times when you leave because no one's supposed to know that you're staying here. Um, oh, fair enough. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like he stayed there for about four months or so. And. Um, like in the summer come around and he moved to like Terry for a bit. 
And then Matt was like, what's that smell? Like, something really, like, stinks. This was, like, months after. He was like, that's a box out the front. So he's, like, gone out the front of the, the in the garden. There's this big box there. He's lifted it up, and four months' worth of piss and shit was just in this box. What? Where he's been pissing in bottles, and like, because he couldn't, didn't want to go out to the toilet. <laughs> oh my god! He pissed in bottles and put it in this big, like, big box, and um, yeah, that's, that's the sort of guy. Yeah, I'm just stuff. Like, why, why, why would you do that? Like, especially the piss. Just piss outside, like. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of things you could have you could have done. Pissing in a bottle and, and put them in a box is probably quite low down the list. Yeah. Imagine, but... I don't know. Lee seems like a character. Um, that, like the rape, you're you're not necessarily given any mitigation to, but that but that there may be. <laughs> we um, let's do his best man speech for the for the wedding, probably his wedding, and um, Lee's got two kids from when he was younger, so like, but he's not allowed to see any of them. So uh, yeah, so. So he was like 16, 17, and uh, my brother Aaron was doing his best man speech. And on the day, he was like, look, I haven't really got anything written down I want to do. So I was like, right, give it here. So um, the first joke I wrote down, because he's marrying a primary school teacher, I said, oh, it's ironic that Lee's marrying a primary school teacher, because he's not allowed no kids, <laughs> especially his own. <laughs> and he came in, he was like, you're not allowed to say that. You can't say that. That's really horrible, that. yeah. Yeah. Ruled that ruled out. Apparently, her parents didn't know that he had kids from thing, but oh, yeah, not it's not my fault. But um, he 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 won't be here. Um, are you sure? I'd like him to call. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a Christmas special next week. <laughs> yeah, just me and all my family. Just Mary. That's why it's called Mary of Two Hours. We're Gary on. And what was so you the Wills family did like lockdown quizzes and cheated and stuff. Just he did. Yeah, like there'd just be like questions that. I deliberately wrote the questions in there knowing that no one could know the answer to them. And he'd be like, I just guessed. Like, one of the questions was like, what's the highest selling toy of all time? Yeah. So what, 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 do you reckon, what do you reckon it is if you had to guess? Buzz Lightyear. No, it was a Rubik's Cube. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and he was like, oh, I just guessed. I was like, no, you fucking didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You can't see your kids. <laughs> yeah. He pissed in bottles and if in your front garden. Oh, um, reminder uh, series is our uh, end of year special that we're doing. It's like a brand new thing we would maybe try it every year. Um, I'm going to call it a reminder series. It sounds like the Survivor series. How crazy! Doesn't it? How um, weird! We're covering every every indie retro uh, figure release. It's kind of hard to explain in a nutshell. It's every non Mattel WWE figure thus far. Um, every non Mattel non WWE. Every- yeah, uh, I mean, we could even cover them just a little short thing, isn't it? Absolutely, there's only 12 a year. Yeah, oh, fuck it, we'll clue them in there. Just every <laughs> every retro figure up up until this point, and then, yeah, we'll do that. Very good, just from 2022, we can't. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do, we'll just do from, from lockdown. And I, I'd like to just put this out to the listeners, while I have a little window of opportunity to do so, that Luke... And well, Luke was the only one that humored me, and Kate and Jamie said I was mental. But what I wanted to do, and it probably is mental, but it's also funny, is um do an FA cup of all 4.5 inch figures. And what I mean by an FA cup is like you get all 200 and something of them, including variants. Let's fucking do it. 
and draw them out of a hat. So, like, first match is Purple Aldous versus Henry Godwin. And then do polls. No one would win that. No one would win, and it would take forever. And I still want to do it. <laughs> hey, if the guy's done the homeless show with humor, you may you, you crack on. Um, we'll be here for fucking hours if we did that. Imagine. Oh my God. How we um, actually hate each other and podcasting and, <laughs> and retro figures. I'd end up pissing a bottle myself, I think. Um, so yeah, every every retro figure then up until now we'll cover, and uh, then every year we'll cover them uh, yearly. Uh, that will be on the episode which will be on the twenty seventh of December. So oh, that little true. that little gooch period between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, I'm working that day. Now working is a strong word that day, like, but yeah, I'm in work that day. It starts with W and ends in K I N G. I imagine. There we have it. There we have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Catch up from this last episode. Uh, Powers of Pain have landed in the UK. Powers of Plain, they should be called. Um, they're in hand, um, being shipped out hopefully very, very soon. I think that's the way for some more to come in. Uh, Demolition is also due in later this week, so that should keep your eyes peeled for an update on that bad boy. Yeah, and please God, they're in hands before Christmas in the UK, certainly now. We kind of get Airbnb. Touch and cloth regarding international affairs fair. Um so but yeah, in the UK, which would be the majority of customers. So yeah. uh fingers crossed for that. Fingers crossed. We can we can pray. Yeah, um, the Royal Mail seem to be doing a good job. Yeah, ever since the uh, ever since King Charles took over, they've uh, really come into their own. <laughs> not sure if the rules are that you still can't kill a swan or not. I don't know. In the UK, we uh, you can't see a swan without telling someone else that you're gonna break uh, that they'd break your arm every single time you see a swan, it break your arm for no reason whatsoever. It could, though, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it could. Same, the same people are the ones that tell you that uh, Kirsty McCord died of a horrible, horrible speedboat crash. Any, t- any time the pogues come on. <laughs> any time. These boots of people. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible what happened to him. Horrible. Um, Epic Protectors. This, she should have done with one of those. Uh, Epic Protectors will be in stock, or are in stock. Uh, you can pick them up. They also fit your house bros as well, if you want to protect you. We yourself. will not prevent speedboat accidents. Just don't want to get anyone in any trouble here. No. Maybe tugboat accidents, if you... You want to put a retro somewhere? I don't know. You'd have some fucker out there in listener land trying to put us to the test, and then we're all up in court, like trying to explain how we were messing, right? Oh, just say it wasn't me. All right, Maggie. I won't do the voice. Um, let's have some news. <laughs> it's just some sexy boys. What a great tune. Every week, I just got to say it. What a great Every tune. week. It's even better with Shaggy's intro. 
Um, yeah, no, and he, they, they they didn't catch nobody red-handed. Let's let's no. not do the voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um what happened to Shaggy? He sort of was about for a bit and sugar and then disappeared, yeah. didn't he? After a while. Yeah, well, he, he, well, you see, I, I don't know if you're too young to remember, but he was like a real one-hit wonder until... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me. I remember Boom, Boombastic. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Telephone well, my, my brother adapted the song to Bully Me. Uh, first news, we saw Hercules uh, updated from Zombie Sailor with lovely jazz hands. He's got very jazzy hands for a man that wouldn't have been the most um, kind of supple and movement. Like, I mean... Hercules himself would probably tell you he was partial to a roid. Um, <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like him. But I presume, yeah, this is me making a leap, it's it's for using on future figures, but Jazzy Hands Hercules, I don't get. I love the figure, by the way, just to be clear, but I don't get it. He was wearing Roma's top in the picture, which is nice. Like, if they're just sharing clothes, that's lovely. Yeah, he probably stayed over and- there the night before. He slept there on the sofa. Yeah, but they'll come out fantastically well if they continue in the trajectory that they're going, to be fair. The jazz hands, mm, there's always something with zombies, isn't there? But, you know. Yeah, I feel that it's, um, the wrist articulation will make sure that you can you don't have to have jazz hands. So you don't want jazz hands, Hercules. You don't have to have jazz hands, Hercules. It's up to you. It's true. It's true. Yeah, that, that'll make me happy. Yeah, unless you want to go full the opposite way and maybe get him a little cane and have a little dance with him, it's up to you. It's your figures, do what you want. Yeah, that would be nice. What, Hercules and Kane doing like a proper ballroom set? Like, I meant Kane as in like an actual, like... Oh, a cane, yeah. A cane. The next benefit, he's just held up an invisible cane. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what it was. And uh, accompanied by his top hat and <laughs> I'm good at Pictionary. Um <laughs> we have a new toy line to talk about, which is um fairly exciting. It seems that the Remcos are the new retros by the looks of it. Um because just the uh, one come out of nowhere, which was the uh, superstars, and then you had Asylum who started doing a similar Line. The same time, but it's just I think Asylum have suffered from what we were talking about with Adam a couple of weeks ago in terms of uh, getting it out there too early, maybe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it's the bell to bell crowd. I'm not sure who's behind it. Would love to have them on to talk. Um, well, it's ring, ringside, isn't it? Ringside too. Ringside or whoever's making them for a ringside. We'd love to have them on to talk about it, but they just came and they're ready, which. By the way, after all we've been through as collectors, is awesome. <laughs> bloody, bloody lovely is. Um, so yeah, ringside bell to bell um, is what it's called. So in there you get two of the Steiner brothers, so the Steiner brothers and a variant, uh, both sort of early nineties. Yeah, they're they're from the WWF run, I think, and crossing over from, you know, I you can. Pin them anywhere between ninety one and ninety five. You couldn't pin them. So. And and actually, if we look at the outfits, um, Clark Gilmore, if you're listening, could you do that for us? Um, so, <laughs> um, so. And uh, Legion of Doom there as well, looking lovely. Uh, they're very ninety one, ninety two. I also have a um, Asylum uh, toys and Scott Steiner in a single attire uh, with Danhausen also in a single attire. 
Yeah, the Danhausen didn't translate fantastically well. Um, especially with other figures that he's got are, are very, very good. Um, but yeah, the rest look good. Um, not my bag, as I've said about superstars before. I did have some, I think the attire on them is brilliant. The the tiddling of nostalgia is brilliant, but it's just when you're trying to be a little bit of a completist with retros, it's just one step too many, even financially. Like it's just, there's so much stuff coming. Like to try to keep up with stuff, like I'm not here on the podcast going, oh, I'm, f- I'm the fucking big guy, but I have a good income and I financially cannot keep up with figures that I may want. I'll get your pimp to buy them for you instead. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. I do weird shit for figures. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> yeah, so as I was before, so we've got uh, the Superstars line from uh, Mattel. The Remco yeah. um, guys, the Power Town, have released their. Uh, Remco one as well, which will be coming out, I guess, in next year. Uh, we've got the Asylum, and now we've got the Bell to Bell. So Bell to Bell also did the Major Pod two packs back in the day, as well as the the single Okay, so did. they've got form. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very so good. um, yeah. So Remco is maybe the new retros where there could be a a market for it. But um, if it's putting, hey, if they're if they're doing it like this, where they're saying, look, this is in, well, we know how long like ringside in stock is. Like the the Takahashi's that they had this. We knew they were in stock before they said they were in stock. And then they said they're in stock and they still took four or five weeks to get dispatched. So I imagine they're probably just still sat there in the ringside warehouse. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. They looked, it says ready to dispatch actually. On yeah. Site, so, and so, then yeah. They, actually, I was going to purchase some DX retros today. And it's not that I got the itch, but I saw the price have. For the NWO ones, and I was like, "Cheers!" If I waited, could I get these for less money? Oh, 100%. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know how much they're making of them, but the NWO retros have gone down to $35 now. $29.99. You do bloody lovely. Um, I think it's um, it works out as because HMRC don't charge, they do in, in Ireland, which is not HM, uh, RC charge on everything but um in britain you could buy an nwo set for 45 quid posted off ringside now yeah that's not bad is it not bad whatsoever not, not bad at all um yeah so it might be worth waiting on the dx sets unless you see that's that but, but I, i've never been a guy to do that i feel like i may miss i actually oh, so i'm the opposite i i, I did a, a big order on action figure seller today because it got paid um and I bought the both Effies and the Headbanger variants. Actually, I must message Rich to see if he can combine my orders. Um, and yeah, looking forward to those. But from looking at the feedback, is it just that I'm a completist that I did that? Now, he- sure. Headbanger, a must for the nostalgia. Not a f- not 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 a fan of Effie, but not not a fan of Effie. Um, so. Yeah, I think um, figures will look good. And Headbangers, we saw a picture earlier this week of all them. In not in stock, but like ready to go. Away this week, right? Yeah, yeah. So you imagine so. Uh, it's almost like they come from the same factory as the epic ones. Crazy, amazing. amazing. Um, well, next bit is I have was that Asylum Series One is in stock finally. So, um, the pre-orders this one up last year's bit radio silence from him for, for quite a while. Yes. Um, recently, I imagine he was just literally waiting for them to. to yes. Dock in and fairness. Off. In fairness. Um, Asylum have always come good for me when I've bought something off them. So. You know, that's yeah. the only experience I have. And 
in um okay the pre-order model i mean that there were were part of the problem but if they're going to deliver who can say shit about it in some ways and um, part of the problem being that you're getting people to fund your risk we'll get to it <laughs> yeah because i think we we got um series two is also up for for pre-order that's right with them as right. well so and obviously in the uk rock and roll collectibles stock them uh as they do with majority of of, of lines nowadays yeah no still rock and roll collectibles is your hookup holler if you hear um Yeah, so we also saw the Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior two pack from Funko. Uh, they did like I thought this was quite weird because they did a WrestleMania one set where it was like Hogan and Mister T yes. with the background like the big poster, and they did a WrestleMania three set with Hogan and Andre with similarly to buy them separately anyway. But then I would have thought the best time to do a WrestleMania six set would have been a big poster in the background and Hogan and Warrior in the attires. But I they suspect, didn't. I suspect that WWE are pumping any possible Hogan because it's supposedly his contract's nearly up. Um, supposedly. Um, Worst thing then, is it? Yeah, no, I, 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 I can't see. I, I'm sure there are employees of Mattel and Funko that try to have it, like, you know, chronologically and released in an order that collectors would want, but the reality, the commercial realities probably don't lend it to that. No. That's, that's... Have fun listening to our podcast about commercial realities. Um... <laughs> yeah, potentious prick. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you like Funko, do you like Hogan and Warrior? Perfect. Pick oh, I, I, it, it's just that Funko is not a thing of mine, but it would definitely anything like that would would tittle tittle the gooch. Yeah, I, uh, I come across the not literally. I come across the Armored Warrior Hall of Fame Funko. In a game the other day, it's quite quite a bit of weight to it. Like it's, it's got the little plaque with it and stuff. It's it's quite yeah. weighty. Oh, if you're a warrior fan, it's a must, I presume. But it's just it's not taken. I've never taken to the Funkos, or if I did, I'd have to take them in such a major way I'd be bankrupt. Like, but that I think a lot of people are like me, like that. So, oh, the, the Funkos that they wish they they were wrestle dudes. Yes, exactly. We've, and I've got some wrestle dudes on the way, would you believe? Oh, head over to Epic Toys. Epic-Toys Epic on UK. Pick up your wrestle dudes. Demolition wrestle dudes. Have they been announced for further love of wrestling? Or? Uh, not yet, no. Um, I'm hoping they are. They, they, they might be there, and you can buy them and get them to sign them. You can buy the wrestle dudes, so you can't actually buy Axe and Smash. That's... Not well, I don't know. No, probably not. <laughs> um, that's fair. <laughs> um, we saw well, it's Canic's birthday today from recording the Monday from Major Bendy's friend of the show, Canic. Good friend of the show, and well, I didn't understand because you know the way sometimes humor gets lost in translation. Usually, American humor does not, but he's got one or two hundred Bendy for sale on CanicMerch.com. You deserve the plug, Mike. Um, but he said it vibrated, and I was like, well, I'd be very interested if it did, because I love sticking figures up my bum hole. He, um, not with a bum again. People <laughs> complain about the bum. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if it does vibrate, perfect. I don't think it will, but come by, I think there's 200 available. Nick, you sit on a web of lies. That's more than, it's more, it's not anything he sits on. 
this time uh, next week when I'm when I'm on with two connects having been removed from A and E. Um. So yeah, go pick them up. Uh, on is it Canix Merch? dot com mechanicmerch.com uh, I'm happy to update to Mike please God we, we'll talk to you in 24 and have you on the show as well we'd, lo- we'd be looking forward to that he also has some signed ones as well which you can get signed from the man himself uh, AW Jazz where's Vault Brian Danielson we saw an image of this week um, it looks bloody lovely it really does and, it, and, and it, it really does tickle my fancy but I it's again, it's like fitting in with collections, but like I'm a huge Brian Danielson fan, so it's quite possible I will get it. Lovely robe. Yeah, no, I really, it's, I love it's it. It's proper, proper your mum Christmas Day in a it robe, really is. watching Smoke, your open presents. Smoking. Smoking, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not an ashtray inside, though. It's just putting on the carpet near all the wrapping paper. Yeah. Don't about, about the risk. Don't about the risk. Fuck it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, look, looks lovely. I think the second head looks quite good with the sort of emo comb over. Yes, yes, no, it did, and it, it's really when I started getting into them as well. So it's 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 I'm I'm looking and I'm hovering and I'm kind of ooh, and I don't really collect that silence style and size, but I think I'll make an exception. They should hopefully time. um commit to the the emo style and just like have a button on the back to you press it. It goes, where are you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't waste your time. <laughs> the voice inside my head. Um, what a banger. What a banger. Brought me to 2006 in one go, and I think it was probably released far earlier than that. Yeah, well, yeah, it would have been. Uh, it's, um, yeah. Great song. Great memories from Blink-182 there. There you go. There you go. Good Where chance. did they ever put any figures in their bones? Wouldn't surprise me. Like, get get lost out there. Where are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, uh, music music wise, uh, Swerve also has a micro brawler uh, and a and a banging theme tune as well. He um, does, and I, I, I think I've talked about it on the show. Like, I, it's another one I may pick up. And geez, everything's getting so expensive. As in, when it all adds up individually, it's okay. But because I've seen Swerve like in front of 20 people like I really want and then he's just his rise and rise and rise and I, I want something of his um so yeah and and it's a good micro brawler they know how to sort of strike the iron whilst it's hot is yes. the term. Uh, we had Tony Storm before when she was sort of peak fandom as she still is at the moment and Swerve has just recently become feels more top level recently yeah, since that Adam Adam Page uh, death match was sort of his coming out party, um, it was it was he's kind of moved up to that echelon of the card. I think he'll I he'll get it. He could actually get the title, like as in he's been presented at that level now. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he has to do the devil story on the doing at the moment. Brian Cage so. being there and the rest Very of the Mocha so. well, well, Yeah, we'll see what pans out. Stay with us. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, now we got some sort of round the news off some some sort of non wrestling news, but it's equally as funny. Um, so <laughs> so it was announced the other week week yeah that Rush Toys would cease doing wrestling figures and concentrate more on their monster line um, because people didn't really 
know much about them at the monster community so it's just fresh meat i guess in his eyes um did a pre-order for frankenstein's monster not frankenstein because that is the doctor um and he yeah so i guess it didn't mustn't couldn't have sold that well only because it, it couldn't have because if you can't fund a run of 500 figures based off a off a pre-order then what you doing mate um Yeah, that and the money he would have for Chris Van Fleet and um, French what's Angle, French French Angle, um, Kurt's brother. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so, it's an avoid at all costs. So basically, what's so what's happened now is is rather than doing a pre order and disguising it as like a Kickstarter, he's he's now basically saying we're doing a Kickstarter for. Lo and behold, is so rather than disguising it as a Kickstarter, it's a it's a full on one. So you got to pay the money up front to support and. Uh... I, I explain Kickstarter a little better for me, Jamie. Like you have to do you have to give a set amount for for nothing. So they'll yeah, so they'll be like different <laughs> tiers essentially. So it'd be like give well, the people who give money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ending tiers. Um, it'll be give ten dollars and you'll get. your name on the back of the card if you give $25 you'll get a figure and your name on the back of the card give $50 and Sal will personally not refund you $100 and you'll get some glue to put your figures back together $200 and the uh, and Sal will personally drive to your house and apologise for everything he's ever done whilst blaming the factory And the China and China as a nation. And China as a nation. Not just the fact, yeah. just China as a nation. Um yeah, three hundred dollars, and he will tell you that Frankenstein's too old and does not understand the contract. Yeah. But um yeah, we can't we can't tell you to back it, I'm gonna tell you not to back it. Um I'll tell you not to back it. <laughs> what 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 I would do is maybe go to the checkout with it. See it in the checkout, and then close your laptop and throw out the window. Yeah, yeah. No, look. I mean, buy something else. How the guy could not produce from after being funded from everybody the first time around, and then the sort of not very genuine excuses that he brought to the table here. Um, I don't want to be the guy to say like, I. I he, him and others would frame it that like we're kind of creating a barrier to entry and do you know what yeah we fucking are like put your money where your mouth is and produce something fucking decent like yeah just something or produce anything or or at least make good on what you've already produced like I, I put that on the major group today and people said they still haven't received stuff yeah like come on and that's two years Like, uh, I and you know, two years ago, I would have been excited about a Kickstarter if it was if we knew nothing about him. Yeah, yeah, no, it's probably still not. It's not my sort of thing. It was like a, it was like a ghost face from Scream or like a Jason Voorhees or something. That's fine, but I think it's he's chosen three characters that don't have or that have a public domain. Yeah. So, um, yeah, easy. No base in the place, London at all. Base in the place, London. I told someone today, do you ever like did it with the keyboards in school? Do you ever have them? Yes. 
DJ, the DJ, DJ. Yes, I do. I'm uh -huh. a for her birthday at the weekend, and I want to. Oh, have you been DJ? Her. Yeah. Oh, you can't you can't walk past her without being like DJ. Uh -huh. yeah, so sort of, and then doing it wrong. And so, um, but... very good. Dictionary, dictionary. Yeah. Dick, 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 dictionary. So uh -huh. I mean, look, you know, proceed with caution. DJ. Um, it's unfortunate, and it's unfortunate. Like. There's a, there's something there's a part of me that has a respect for Sal in the sense that he's either so completely blind or so completely insane, like that everything is fine, like fair play. Yeah, yeah. I guess like if you're in your own bubble and the world looks like shit, but you think it looks like roses, then you do you. But it's okay because he's from New York and he's got a temper. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a council estate in, in Middlesex in Northolt and look at me now I'm in a lovely home in Cornwall so you can change who you are I haven't stabbed anyone in ages <laughs> you can you can change I always find that people who kind of do well for themselves from council estates are the biggest ladder puller upper wankers <laughs> yeah that's here it's I am Jamie. That's, that's me yeah. Oh, sure. Well, facilities for the poor? No. No. <laughs> no I, I had a hard time. Um, so everyone else must. <laughs> Could be, be more righty if I tried. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, no, it's, it's not racism as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, don't don't fund the Kickstarter. Uh, or do to see what happens. Well, not, not my money. Like, but that won't listen, if, if we didn't fund the Nitro stage, we're not going to fund this, are we? And this no, seems like this seems like more of a feat. Fucking Mattel, you were going to get something. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this this is from a don't tell. Yeah. Oh, and uh, like I kind of want to go on record now saying I don't know if we'll ever see French Angel or Chris Van Vliet. We saw a recent picture of French Angel. It didn't look very good, but we've not seen a Chris Van Vliet in a while. No, no, and I don't think we will either. It looked like a child's Lego. Yeah, well, let's Lego of Sal from our history. Let it go. Let it go. Let's build to a better future. Oh, well, brilliant. What a massive brick. <laughs> um, Adam from Junk Shop Dog uh, set us some Japanese wrestling to watch the other week. Uh, he's given us three matches to tuck into. Um, I see we set a little homework. Uh, Simon, yeah, yeah, but it didn't feel like homework. I enjoyed it, yeah, so did I. Uh, it's thoroughly good. I watched them all today. Uh, I watched them that night because I knew I'd forget otherwise. Brilliant, that's good. <laughs> um, no flashback also would have watched them, but he's not here, so uh, maybe we'll get his opinions on them a different time. Uh, first up, Tenu Tenru versus Savage, Macho Man Randy Savage. And this one is the one I said I'd seen already, but I watched it again. This is from Wrestling Summit. Uh, yeah. And it, I think at the time, I believe at the time he was healed, but like he played kind of babyface, which from I watched that whole show and actually OSW review reviewed it um, as well, like years and years and years back. Um, and but he because he had such a, an aura about him as well, like that. And that made the match and like he worked... They all the American wrestlers in the matches that we're going to talk about now worked way harder physically than normal because you have to get that little bit more 
from the Japanese crowd, maybe. I don't know. Um, really, really enjoyed it as well. And we won't see anything like it now because everything is so interspersed and such and such has been to Japan, such and such hasn't been to Japan. And 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 like it, it and they made it feel special as well. Like when when not rank, he wasn't top of the card, but he dropped down a little bit. Um, but they made it feel really, really special. Yeah, and attire-wise, I thought uh, I re definitely recognised sandwiches. It must have been, is it the? I didn't Google this actually, but it just comes to my mind now. Is it the figure from the Royal Rumble mini Hasbro figures they used to do? That's what I think. It was around that the tight, time, but, but I mean, someone will write in saying I have it wrong. But like it was though, it was around that time. That time. Still a heel. Um, my bottom, <laughs> I put my notes on here. The decent selling from Matro throughout the match. Yes. Um, told a good story. It was a hard hitting match. Um, and you would not get that in Yankee Land at the time. It would have been more getting the kids into it, getting the crowd into more crowd work because you'd get more from the crowd. Yeah. Definitely. Um, um, then I put the, the oh, straight on Japanese or American crowds. It's not, it's just the way it's just way different. It's just different. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I put finishing powerbomb felt a bit underwhelming. It did but because it's different to what I see all the time, I liked it. Yeah, I think now you have like a stern finish to the match, whereas like back yeah. maybe watch like WrestleMania one, some of the finishes back there were so like strange. Yeah. It would be like an elbow it, drop and then just be like a one, two, three. One, two, and three. They they I suppose moves meant more. Yeah. And a match could finish like and I think Tony Khan's trying to make it like that. A lot of matches are finishing with roll-ups. Not important ones, in fairness to him, but you'll see a lot of Dynamite Rampage and Collision is finished with roll-ups or roll-ons or... You know, well, Willie Willy, Willy's finisher is a roll-up. Mm, mm. I think Orange Cassie uses one as well, only not That kind of a modified, yeah. Yeah, so like he's trying to bring it back that maybe moves are more special. I like that, but I don't know. Are we, is, has that ship sailed? Like, it's like, oh, they did an elbow drop. One, two, three. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, it's similar to what Brian Danielson does where he could, he has like three or four different finishes. Like he could yes. finish people with a hill hook for a bit across face. He's got his label lock, uh, the running knee and kicks to the head and all sorts. So, Yes, but they don't always finish because he tends to put a lot of people over as well. But so, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. So you're not sure like one of them could be the finisher, the big pop when the kick up yes. happens. And Cesaro is the same. Uh, Moxley's similar as well, where he has like three oh, or four, yeah. three yeah. or four different, um, different finishes. I think he finished like Gunter does it in WWE, where he finished Miz with a Boston Crab. That's right. The other week, and he finished Riddle with. Well, I enjoyed that match actually. I did watch it. Yeah. that far on the show as well. <laughs> I mean, it just makes you like think what. Um, if a big move is hit, could that be the end of the match? As opposed to the spot fest that you get now, where none yeah. of the moves have ever like the Superman punch from Roman Reigns. No one's ever lost to that. I didn't think he's ever pinned anyone. No, but he's no. always hits that pin one, two, close four. But the suspense is already there because you know that no one gets pinned with that. Yes, no, I I, I appreciate that, and, I, and hopefully they're trying to bring the viewer back for stuff to mean that bit more. Like I'm a big kind of tell me a story kind of wrestling fan, so You're um, yeah, pervert. Um, well, Hogan and Anoki sort of links quite well into that then um, from the IWGP tournament final, 1983. Um, 
But Hogan looked great, and Oki made it feel like it genuinely hurt when uh, some of the moves yes. happened. I liked the finish, where the finish was like, basically Hogan threw his head against the post, knocked yeah. him for six, and then sort of done a run. never happened at that time. Like, no, yeah. and then run off, and um, it was on the apron, and Oki, Hogan ran and hit him with a big, a big yeah. shot straight off. They sold it really well. And then you generally got the impression that he was hurt, uh, as a count out and then they rolled him in and the referee like gave it 30 seconds or so and then referee called it off as as, as he yeah. could not continue oh. which I generally like that I thought that was right. quite trailblazing for the time as well like and, and you're saying like we're talking about matches three four five years later they're finishing with an elbow drop and a power slam like yeah uh, so like you know Hogan deserves a little bit more credit for his in-ring work and obviously again worked harder this is pre-Hulkamania at all so, yeah, it's just on the build up, and this was 83. Yeah, so, what well, yeah, WrestleMania was two years later, yeah, yeah. So, he, he would have been like, um, he would he would have been working harder in the ring anyway. Not that there's anything wrong with working in character, da, 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 kids, Americana, what have you. Um, so it, it was a fun one to see, like to put it in a different time because it was kind of peak, just pushing past peak and Oki, but a real. And and had it been a couple of years later, it would have been a real money match. Having said that, probably would never ever have been booked because they were both the superstars. So yeah. Slightly before Hogan was the superstar, so I I thought that was a really interesting mix. I know why Adam picked it now after watching it. It was the first time I'd ever seen it, as well. Um, and very very entertaining in terms of the times that it sat sat in like and. Hogan worked a little bit harder. Now it was still like crowd work because Anoki was Anoki there and then in the middle of the ring. So um lot a lot of fun, especially since I I thought it was going to be plodding and more of a spectacle than a match, but it was a match and they did do stuff. So Yeah, they, they did. And um so yeah, the finish was was really good. There's a lot of like waiting around. Um not much like replay of the technology back then, but I thought that that sort of added to the the aura a bit of like what's happening. It, what's... it and, and it was because of Anoki's aura, and actually you can kind of see it then nearly why Vince picked Hulk to be Hulk, yeah, as well because he was he was he he got it like I mean like everything everyone says about Hulk Hogan, most of it's true along the way over the last forty years, but nobody can work a crowd as good as him. No, yeah, yeah. So that's, now, that's... Even now. Even now. Even, <laughs> so, after, even after all he's done. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe in the like, you know, Hulk in New Orleans might work. But <laughs> um and he said pick any Tiger Mask versus Dynamite Kid match. I did. And I, I actually reverted back to the one I watched a few times on the wrestling channel. And again, like I know again why Adam picked it because it was like proper trailblazing and proper like where Benoit, where Danielson, where um a lot of your high flyers, not Rey Mysterio as such, because Rey Mysterio was Rey Mysterio and he w- was the trailblazer. People forget that. We'll talk about that for a fucking whole episode another day. <laughs> um, it's worth it. Like, but uh, like Rey Mysterio's in there with the goats, and nobody seems to say it because he's always there. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Like real trail trailblazer stuff, you can see how dynamite ended up hurt. But the dive into the outside, which Brett did, but Brett did an awful lot more safely and an awful lot more sparingly over the following years. Um, 
yeah, the, the, the diving and the kind of unsafe stuff that Dynamite did, it was so far ahead of its time. But we saw the demise of Dynamite because of doing this stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. The tiger mask at the time was, and it's on the tip of my tongue, and chair shot's going to go fucking mental. Uh, <laughs> but, but it was at his peak as a character as well. So, um, Yeah, I mean, for the time, I mean, the one that I picked was on the 21st of April 1983 from New Japan. Um. I mean, it's just one with a with a TWC, the wrestling channel from oh okay logo <laughs> in the top right corner. So it was, it I was, think it would have been that one or one from eighty four. Hold on, I'm not sure. But it was this was like the first half of it was so fast and hard hitting. It was really it was like an actual fight, is any way that I can describe it. Um, which is probably the biggest compliment you can you can give to it. I think that's probably it's the sort of thing that when you were younger, like you'd see your dad's VHS tapes, not those ones, but you'd see like his VHS tapes. Like, What's this? Put it on and think there's actual fighting. Um, yes. Or it's, or it's what the UFC uh, people people pretend the UFC is. Um, that sort of thing. I feel that that's um, that's the sort of impression I got from the first half. Now the second half, I feel that the pace dropped off a little bit, but not disheartening the match. I feel that it needed it. It was a lot more technical in the second yeah. half, which once again I thought was thought was very good. Um, I'm a big Brett Mark, and I like when that's the other way. Appreciate yeah. not the possible, but I like when that happens the other way around, and, and like the Brett builds way. up. Yeah, yeah. even yeah. build up, and then yeah, I completely get what you mean. Yeah, this, this, this did feel actually now you said it, it the, the, the complete the complete actually. opposite of a of a Brett match. Yeah, a mirrored version. I may have been the same when I watched actually because I did have that. It's not written down, but I did have that kind of uh, pace dropped off, picked up near end. Like, so. Yeah, I mean that's some. Um, it was. It was literally like. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, go and watch it. As I said, it's it's April ninety three. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Uh, I won't spoil the ending for you either. Um, but yeah, very good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and like, well, we we need. Adam back on or someone who's more versed in Japanese wrestling because I think there's so much out there like my knowledge extends from the late teens obviously with a little bit of history to that and then some spa- interspersed with some of Noah and New Japan from the wrestling channel in the early 10s and some of like Legion of Doom and stuff on the Eurosports clip show that Stato was actually the commentator Classy. Um... yeah yeah, I, said, I didn't mind. I think like the Asa's New Japan beginners, should we say? It's not the worst. Oh, thing. yeah, no. I, I'm, I have no difficulty with that whatsoever. I'm, I watch Wrestle Kingdom every year, religiously, the last about decade. That's about it. If it can drag me back in. I have tried to watch some G1s and tried to get back into it. It wasn't good from pandemic time, and I dropped off completely for a time. Uh, pre-pandemic from, a, say, about... 14 to 20 would have been my favorite promotion along with the NXT like. yeah that makes sense I guess they have similar styles yeah and, and then just like they were trying to build guys and you, you have a view of like Naito and Okada as a huge deal yeah and then they don't feel like even with Forbidden North stuff, they don't feel like the big deal that they are in New Japan I don't know why I don't know why maybe and I'm not slagging AEW no I can, I can, yeah, I can see that 
you know what makes and, and I think this is it's a bit harsh and any impact fans out there I am sorry but the fact that they appear so much on impact in a, like smaller venues and stuff like that might have something to do with it I, also, it makes me less also as well I think you can put a lot of it I'm sorry, harsh on them but an, an, an educated crowd I think a lot of the time like um People will watch clips of New Japan and say, "Oh, I'm a New Japan fan." But then, if like a mid carder comes up or someone on the undercard or, or someone that might not have been there for a few years, the crowd just tends to go a bit flat before pretending they know who it is. If that makes sense, it, I do. I do. I, like I've mm-hmm. met um, ELP, Jeff Cobb, a few. It's just from Irish wrestling shows, and they're great. And you follow them because you've seen them as opposed to following New Japan because they weren't ever really that high, high up in the card. And like Osprey, who is amazing, like there's no taking away, maybe not the most lovely person, but bygones, et cetera, et cetera, um, is also amazing, but isn't necessarily. But maybe in the future, the box office draw that fans of his think he is doesn't mm. mean he's not one of the best wrestlers in the world. He is. But it, so it's, it's that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's not fully translated part of it's that the time it's on because people like watching things live part of it's the volume of wrestling that that goes on and you know if you're going to choose one or two to drop it's probably going to be impact and new japan so also as well jeff cobb i think that is the most resold micro brawler i think i've ever seen Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Every bundle you see is a Jeff Cobb in there. There's a Jeff Cobb and it's there's... Really nice. I was queuing to chop talk to another wrestler and there was no queue for him and I was just chatting and he seems like a really nice person. And then, and then, and then, and then, that night he was in the main event in uh, against David Starr. We'll talk about him another day. And was... No, we won't. <laughs> no, no, we won't. Uh, and it was fucking amazing. It was one of the best matches I've ever seen live. Like, so... <laughs> Did you buy a micro baller of him? I, I bought nothing off him and I felt a bit guilty as well. Like, but nobody was queuing for him, so yeah. maybe See, it's, like, maybe it's really that nice, quick. Like, he really, was an really affable chap. You wouldn't think it to look at him, but incredibly affable chap. And like, you know, just passed the time talking to me while I was waiting for, I think, a wrestler who's called Be Cool. Oh, <laughs> good. As in the the two thousand five films, starring John Travolta and The Rock. Correct, but it's B as in. B's Barry. <laughs> B's. Cool. Barry uh, Very, very another underrated wrestler, actually, bell to bell, but he doesn't have the look. But very, very, very funny. And part of the Irish wrestling promotion and stuff would have done a lot with British strong style and stuff over the years. And uh, but the humor, his humor may not translate across, and it's, it's not meant to. Like he kind of harasses the promoter for title shots and stuff like that, and then takes really mean or genuine stuff people have said on Twitter and just says it to him. Like, you're going to book a women's division, are you? <laughs> Sounds like a classic Irish person. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I hear you're a racist now, Father. Yeah, no, not a bad wrestler at all, actually, as it happens. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think he'd be pursuing it outside the state. And that's fair. Um, what would you? What would you do? You got nah, the, not in your thirties anyway. There's a few. Some of them retired actually. But there's a few that are, but they're in their twenties and they should. You know, like it's not like a midlife thing in Ireland, is it? It's no, just get a fucking job at some point in your yeah. <laughs> so, Like if you 
like you know Finn Balor ended up going to Japan in his 20s Becky Lynch ended up going to America in her 20s um the newest guy in Noah is called LJ Cleary and he's in his early 20s amazing he's been in progress a bit and stuff like that and uh, he should do it and if, if it works out it works out but if it doesn't like you know when you're that age you don't have those commitments like Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I might not, you might not have kids, you might not. You might have a Tom in business, we don't know. This is it. Very Full right. full I think circle. I think his girlfriend is NXT Women's Champion. Oh, the Lyra Valkyrie. Very good. I like her. Um, yeah, she is brilliant. She's very young and she is brilliant. Uh so like she's has everything, like the personality, time and everything, like to go right the way. And a win over Becky Lynch. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. I presume, I, oh, and I don't know, but I presume Becky probably insisted on working with her. So, Yeah, well, yeah, I imagine she put it to drop the belt soon. She went, hair over there. I'd say it was all designed for it, truth be told. Like, uh, I fight her, and I fight her now. Uh, what's she called now? Lyra Valkyrie? Eva Valkyrie? Lyra. Lyra. Yeah, she's, she's so good. She's so, so good. Like, bell to bell, and just the personality as well. Like, she's a brilliant heel. I think she's a face at the moment. Bye. She's a she's a face at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. There you go. And so yeah, we're hoping actually. I haven't reached out to him yet to get Brett Brett FMW on. So we need some a bit more education, read Japanese wrestling, and uh, we'll get some um, more people in, in to educate our ignorant asses and join us on this journey, listeners. Why don't? Yes. You? Well, but no, not not until the new year because. Next week, we have our Christmas special. So Christmas special next week, we should join in for that. The Quizmas, Merry with two R's, all the other Christmas-based puns you could think of. Lad Ven, lads, lads, lads. Um, and then we got our... Lads and Kate. Lads and Kate. Well, she could be one of the lads for the day. Can't she? I suppose, yeah. She has to put up with us. That's... And then, um, yeah, then obviously after we got the Every Wrestling Figure thus far. Um, why are we saying that? Because it fits in with the theme song, which you'll hear on the episode... on the 27th for that one and is it the 27th when are we recording that for the listeners benefit (laughs) (laughs) um we will be recording that one yeah calendar right what's gonna be two weeks two weeks from today is christmas day so next next monday we'll record the christmas special which will go live the wednesday um and then on the wednesday we'll record the um rest of figure retrospect which would be on the 13th and it will go live on the we're not put it down for christmas day no no i thought that but then not the 13th the 20th we'll record it um with eights are on 20th we'll record it live on the 27th not christmas day only because people we have in the family is round i don't want to hear about us talking about wanking Talk them, and they do they want to get away from their families go upstairs get the earphones in and wank away <laughs> Every but having said that, there's way too much competition because the majors release something and OSW release something, so nobody's going to listen to us. So you are actually right. <laughs> no one will listen to them more. Like I I, Christmas Day, I take the time to do the OSW Christmas Day. I don't, but um, yeah. So the twenty seventh, we'll have our one. Uh, They're to, good enough, yeah. To yeah. tuck it into uh, the day yeah, after Saint Stephen's Day or Boxing Day, as they call it, where you live. Boxing day. Um my dad used to be a boxer. He was 30 wins, zero losses, whereas my mum was zero wins, 30 losses.
And the show strong. Daniel, we'll see you next week for a Christmas special. Merry with two hours. Thank you so much. And thank All you the best. for taking a bit of time to listen to the horror that just came out, James. Now. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs>